This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network, now the largest new media platform on the web, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Survivor After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424 424- Two five six seventeen twenty nine, and now another post game wrap up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV Survivor After Show. What's up, boys and girls? I never know if that intro is going to come in or not. What's up? I'm your host AJ Gibson. We're here at After Buzz Studios doing the live after show for Survivor season twenty five. This is episode ten, and that is loud, loud music. It's like a house version of it, kind of. Right? You hear them beat the backbeat. Right. Well, Bing is for doing. We're doing it big tonight, you guys. Uh, joined again by my lovely co-host on this Thanksgiving Eve. To my right, Christina Cha. Thank How you. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing well also. You look lovely tonight. You look lovely as yeah. well. Yeah. Blue is a good color on you. It is. Ryan Allen Creel, what's up? How you doing? What's going on? I'm doing well. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Yeah. Almost. And Justin Walter, super fan. Super fan in the Survivor house. Survivor fan extraordinaire. Yes, I'm here. Yes. As Wait, as wasn't always. Thanksgiving our anniversary? Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> he went there already. <laughs> and now, here come the tears. No. And we're joined also by a lovely, lovely, lovely guest this evening. Our reality mother, we like to call her. We do. The founder yeah. of uh, Reality Rally in Temecula, Jillian Larson of Survivor Gabon. How are you? I'm just awesome, and thank you on Thanksgiving Eve for having me oh, here. Yay. Yes. Thank you. Yes. I'm surprised you're not baking or something. No, I don't bake. We <laughs> actually brought I us love cake. that. Yeah, I she, did bring you cake. She brought us <gasps> cake. We all, know, we all know how hard she works on Reality Rally every year. She's way too busy to bake. Exactly. I don't That's know what reality actually, reality is. I don't know what it is. Oh, well, I'm going to tell you. We're actually going to talk about it at the show, and I'm looking forward okay. to our, our guests knowing more about it. We've also got a very special guest, my favorite guest of the season so far, my mother. Aww. What's up, Mama Kath? How are you? I'm good. <laughs> Mom and I should be baking right now, actually, but we're going we're gonna to get an early start tomorrow, I think. Oh, that's an extended applause. Thank extended. you. Extended. Wow. Should be. Yes. Wow. <laughs> so let's dive into this episode, you guys. It's another good one. These episodes continue to pick up, I think. Um, the season's getting really exciting, um, and it starts off again with... with Abby. Abby mm. seems to be central to the last few episodes. Lover or hater, she is a memorable character. We talked a little bit. Julian mentioned she's setting herself up for another run at Survivor in a couple <laughs> seasons. Right. Yep. Well, heroes versus villains or angels versus, you know, demons. whatever. Devils. Demons, <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
Well, I said this earlier that the ads on CBS said the most mm-hmm. annoying Survivor player ever, and then they were the whole episode, the whole commercial was about her. Yeah, they're definitely building her up as a, as a villain. Absolutely, she's getting ready for the net one, another season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, she's she disappointed me in the opening player. though, because remember, I my prediction was I thought she was just going to go crazy, but she just like kind of didn't really do much. She kind of held it together tonight, and I, I'd like to start start off and talk about her her relationship with Lisa and how it's really really interesting to me because they've shown this the last couple of episodes the difference between a woman playing this game and a girl playing the game you know yeah. oftentimes girls are able to get very far based on their boobs or their personality or whatever not on their strategy necessarily um but that's not really working for Abby. Abby, she's still around, but she's not in a good position. Lisa's sitting pretty right now, whereas mm-hmm. a week or two ago, Lisa yeah. looked like she could have mm-hmm. been a goner. Yeah. Um, and she's managed to maneuver her way into this game in a way that's very, uh, without being coming across as a villain, she's kind of villainous. She's a little bit cutthroat sometimes, and she's, but she comes across as America's sweetheart. What do we think about this? It's because, I think it's because deep down she's likable. People like her. She's genuine, and like you said, America's sweetheart, whereas Abby... At the core. Is- hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. Probably not a likable person. I mean, she yeah, she has friends and family that love her in real life, but in social settings like this, people are not gravitated towards Abby. They're She's gravitated towards Lisa. Playing the passive aggressive card right there. I mean, she doesn't want to hurt anyone's feelings, but she's being passive aggressive. Let's mm-hmm. be honest here. Let's also point out that Abby doesn't have boobs. <laughs> that goes against your theory. That goes against your theory. Yeah. That is a very fair statement, though, because she's not built. But then again, look who did have boobs, RC, and she's been gone for a couple of weeks. But she had hips, though, too. Yeah. It's been an yeah. odd season. Like, what you would expect, because we all look, I mean, I look at, I, I've watched 25 seasons of Survivor, and we did our we did our draft at the beginning of the season, which I've since, I, I, it's now void, because I did so bad in the draft, I'm like, look, guys, we're not going to talk about it ever again. Because all my players are gone. I, I still got, I lost, gone. I lost Pete today. I have Carter. I have have Scoopin and Lisa, by the way. I have Penner. And you got Lisa by default. I did. Nobody wanted Lisa. She was the last person. No, because you lost so much from the beginning. You didn't (laughs) pick her last. Don't say it by default. Fair. But, you guys, we also have another special guest calling in right now. Also from Jillian's season of Survivor, Gabon, we've got Marcus Lehman on the phone. What's up, Marcus? What's up? How you doing, buddy? Great. Happy Thanksgiving. It's actually Thanksgiving where I live. Oh, yeah. 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 Happy Thanksgiving, Marcus. What? Yeah, nice to talk to you, Jillian. Yeah. yeah. When is the last time you guys spoke? Uh, in Orlando okay. at uh, Give Kids yeah. the World. Yeah. Oh, you were there this year. Yeah. Yes. Were you there, Marcus? Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course yeah. you were. Yeah. yeah, he was there. I would hope so. We were so there. We Maybe. were there. Yep. So, Marcus. You Marcus. forgettable. <laughs> what do you think about the season so far? What do you think about tonight's episode in particular? Uh, I'm 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 actually impressed so far with the the gameplay. Like I, I I'm one of those people who likes likes having the veterans out there. Hmm. Um, they're they're kind of like keeping the rookies from falling into the same traps that I see people do every season. It is interesting that you say that because because it kind of puts the other players in check. Because in other seasons where there's no veterans that come back into the game, a lot of times there's a lot of just like fumbling around. There's a lot of just wasted time. Um, and a lot of bad, bad, naive moves. And I feel like now people have to be on their toes a little bit because the veterans are out there. Mm-hmm. Um, minus Russell Swan, because he's just, I don't know if he has a strategy <laughs> or ever will. It's, it's interesting because it seems yeah, like... I thought one of the best examples was when Penner took Lisa aside and he really sat her down and, and was really pointing out one of the mistakes I, I, you know, I feel like I made in my season and everybody did, which is you're trying to stay true to a group of people and right. you almost forget that you don't... It's, it, it's not irrespective of how they behave in the long run. Right. And mm-hmm. it, it really takes a veteran to be able to kind of see past the instinct that everybody has when they're out there to just be faithful to anyone um, and, and make a, a bigger, better decision than that. And I think it's paying off for him, as we saw you know, in this last episode. Very valid point. I'd like to also point out something else. There was a nude picture of you up on our screen. <laughs> here. You are, so you are topless, topless right there, Marcus. 
This is a survivor picture. I Everyone, like. The, like I like the guys yeah. have no shirt on. I like. And to girls think are in their bikini. I like to think he's nude. Well, let's also point out that let's <laughs> also point out that Marcus has kind of shown it all on Survivor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about yeah. that. Oh, Marcus. Let's geez. talk about Penisgate. Can we talk no, about Penisgate? No. No. Let's <laughs> yeah. keep this in a very. No, Marcus. Let's let's go there. Did well, that help your dating life or no? After the show. Uh. Well, you know, it may have helped my dating life. In some ways, in others, you know, there's a good and bad side to that. People know what they're getting. Well, you know what? There <laughs> been, as you will. I mean, how many survivors? There have been 25 seasons now. I mean, how many survivors roughly have played the game? It's one of the more memorable moments. I mean, you've got you've got something you've got something to hold right. on to. You got to check Literally by your name. figuratively for the rest of your life from your time oh, yeah. on Survivor. It's awesome. It's okay. I got my grandmother does not use the internet. That's all. <laughs> There's pictures of me slingshot with a coconut spread eagle. So that's what you deal with. But that's a Saturday night for Christina. That's yeah. no, on the TV. Not. You can find it on Bing.com, ladies and gentlemen. So Marcus. Wednesday night. Let's talk about your relationship with Jillian. She ad- she adores you. You adore her. However, is that always been the case? Was that was that the case from the get go? Well, I don't know. Yeah, about I mean, you, you tell me, Marcus. I want to know your side. You know what I think. And let's be well, honest here. I, we unfortunately we only had the chance to compete against each other a little bit, and it really wasn't a chance to like really be on the same side. So, I, you know, the majority of our relationship came kind of after the show more than anything. It was it was very hard to see the people who we were up against in the challenges is anything more than an enemy until we really got to have a conversation. And then I found out she was awesome. She's my survivor mom, too. <laughs> I've got lots and lots of kids in the world. It's awesome. <laughs> well, Marcus, I have to remind you, though, that uh, I, I talk about you several times. I, I do speaking engagements, and I've done like 370, and in every single one of them, I say, and you know why I put, picked Crystal? And I, I had to think about, do I pick Marcus, who's the really cute guy, or do I pick Crystal? And I had studied all of you from <laughs> casting on mm. and through the time before we went into the game. I watched how you all walked and ate and sat and looked and brushed your hair and, you know, put your hand on your head. I studied everybody, and I had decided before I went in, it was either that really cute guy, which is you, by the way, um, or I had found out that Crystal was an Olympic gold medal runner. I'd found her on a spoiler site, and I had done so much preparation. It was probably a bit of my downfall because I even knew where the games were going to be. I Google Earth the entire terrain. I knew exactly where we were going to be playing the games. I knew where the game challenge center was. I knew everything, um, and I knew that Crystal was an Olympic gold medal runner. And if you remember, I'm old, so I don't run as well as I do many other things for many reasons, one being, you know, sort of the clinical bladder old lady thing. Uh, (laughs) So I had, she was a gold medal runner, uh, winner. And I said, okay, I don't run as well. I need a counterpart. And right until the last minute, I was watching you thinking, is it going to be, I didn't know your name, that cute big guy. Or is it going to be crystal? And when Jeff said, your first challenge is you're going to run from here to there to there and then up the seal, I thought, I have got to have a runner. I know this is all land-based challenges. So I thought, no, I can't pick that cute guy. But, you know, I picked crystal, and it was a bit of my downfall. <laughs> well, I think it was my whole downfall because I did beat yeah. her. But yeah. I didn't know that. My, I didn't know that I'd beaten her. And uh, she kept saying, you've got to get rid of her. She's too happy. Um, but, I was going to say, you, you, you beat her up the first hill, if yeah. I remember Right, I so. didn't. I didn't yeah. know that. Mm-hmm. I was so focused on the ground, I had no clue. I thought I was dead lost. And we did all yeah, need people well, like Maddie to push us up. That was pretty cool. And a cool guy yeah, pushing your butt finished, up the hill. So I was watching everyone else. Ah, <laughs> no, I didn't know it. So I guess the lesson is that Jillian isn't the best decision maker. Is that, is that what you're trying to say, Jillian? <laughs> no, but I'm going to add one more little thing to that. Here we go. It's all part of a destined path, I do believe. Mm. I tried for eight years yep. to get on. I was booted in six days. I had a five-week vacation. And during that time, my jungle vision of Reality Rally came to me. And I designed Reality Rally. And as far as I'm concerned, this event that I do with 600 other people, you guys included, um, far more benefits more people than me staying on Survivor longer would have ever. Absolutely. That deserves a cheers to yeah. that. Cheers. Drinks up, yeah. people. Cheers. <laughs> yeah. So, Marcus, if I'd picked the, the really cool, cute guy... I wouldn't be sitting here right now, I don't think, mm-hmm. because. Uh, well, I, it's interesting you say your season had a lot of it was, it was land based. It yes, wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah, exactly. What do you think about that? How, if you had a preference, Marcus, would you have rather gone out to Gabon or would you go somewhere like this year, go to the Philippines, where there's a lot of water, the water challenges? But there's a lot of water challenges finally, which is it was exciting. Did, would you have a preference? Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I was, I mean, Gabon is beautiful. It is probably one of the most majestic experiences I've ever had. But I, I love Philippines. I love the island uh, seasons because I think there's more water. I think there's more resources available. And to me, that really makes the challenges far more interesting and more competitive. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I, I like the, the muddy, get after people, you know, swim through, under, over stuff. I mean, it's really fun. I think it differentiates the real athletes. Plus, like, you're looking at people like Denise, and, like, she's amazing. Yeah. And I think water challenges really make it possible for her to shine because there's people who have to be, you have to be so much more versatile to mm-hmm. swim and run as opposed to just kind of run up and down or fall down stuff depending on what people like right. to do. And it's so least, true that we're, we're seeing a lot of water challenges this year, yeah. which is really a lot of these challenges lately, the last few weeks, have been very physical. There have mm-hmm. been a lot less puzzles. And the last few seasons there have been a lot of puzzles, a lot of repeats, a lot of that sort of stuff. There's but there a lot have been of puzzles a lot of, in my season. Yeah, this season mm-hmm. there have been a lot, a lot of physical challenges, which is mm-hmm. I really enjoy. Yeah. yeah. Marcus, I have a strategy yeah. question for you. You were in alliance with Corinne, who was considered one of the villainous women on your season. And... So what is your take on people not aligning with Abby at this point in the game when they could bring her to the end and be up against someone who people don't like? And then you have people like Denise saying, no, we want to bring the good people. So you were in alliance with someone like Abby, sort of. What is your take on should people take Abby yeah. or not? Yeah, it's a super excellent question. I, I think that you know, looking back on my experience, um, you know, Corinne to her friends was very, very loyal and did a really nice job of being um, – actually kind of a, a wonderful person and and those are some of the qualities that you're really looking for you, one has to wonder if what a lot of what we're seeing about abby is kind of like the worst in her and there's there's some good side that i mean pete at least not, i mean he's a smart guy seems like he's got his stuff together pretty well he's a great athlete so you know i do often wonder like how did he end up with basically you know cause it's not just abby like they, nobody liked artists either so you know he's mm-hmm. with these people that you really would think twice about getting together with. So, I, I mean, there, there may be some redeeming quality that we're just not seeing in Abby, but I, I do have to wonder because he has had multiple options to make better decisions than that, and he, mm-hmm. uh, he kind of stuck with his guns. And she's useful until you get to the point where you're not going to get to the final three, and that's basically what happened to him tonight. So. I think it's, I think that there's, there's multiple strategies, obviously, to Survivor, but I think a couple ones that seem to always fail are the people who try to make too many big moves too fast mm-hmm. or the people who make a choice and then stick with it and they're scared out of their minds to ever change that course. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to constantly evolve and maneuver with this game. Sometimes you have to be aggressive. Sometimes you're very, very passive and just kind of like lo- lay, lay low. Um, those, are the, those are the people who get, get to the end. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that... I think Pete, he made what he thought was a great alliance, a smart move, and then he never really tried to get out of it and to maneuver until the last day when he knew his head was on the chopping block. Mm-hmm. Well, and they also just never treated Mike Scoopin and Lisa with respect. I think no. if you treat them with respect from the beginning, even if they're on the outside or the bottom of the ladder of your alliance, then they'll stick with you. But when you treat them with disrespect, they're not going to stick with you. And that's right. the thing. You look at you look at past winners who have who've played that sort of game. We look at your season. Look at last year with Kim Spradlin. And mm-hmm. Spra- Spradlin, I believe... Uh, Spradlin. <laughs> and um, she 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 could easily be cast as a villain or a hero on any mm-hmm. season, I feel like. She because, played both sides, and yeah. she made sub-alliance with so many multiple peoples, and that was really smart of her, too, because she knew right. she couldn't just be with, you know, Chelsea and Sabrina. She made one with myself and Alicia, yep. and then she also made it with Troy, Zan, and Jay, and everyone else, and made them feel so comfortable. See, if anything, you, that's a masterful player yeah, right there. You have to be able to juggle yeah. multiple yeah. games and multiple mm-hmm. alliances all simultaneously. Really? <laughs> um, and I don't know how many people are doing that that well this season. A couple players really are. Um, Scoopin might actually be smarter than he's coming across. I think he, he looks like a Nimrod a lot, but he's keeping his <laughs> options open, and, he, and he's playing smart, and he's shifting when he needs to shift, and he's kind of surprising me week after week. I think the move that surprised me the most was when they approached Jonathan Penner this week and said, yeah. let's go beyond six and go to four, and he did not agree to anything, which I thought was crazy. This is the third time you're playing the game. You keep saying they're setting up for him to get blindsided because he keeps saying, if they blindside me, I'm going to respect them. If they blindside me, I'm going to respect them. Make an alliance, Penner, to the Final Four, and if you have to go against it, then mm-hmm. go against it. I just don't understand where he's coming from and not making a deal beyond six. I'm not sure I, be- I, well, I agree with that yet, because I think Penner's putting himself right in the middle. He could kind of be the swing vote, because we're, we're looking at seven next week. There could be two groups of three. He could be a mm-hmm. swing vote, and he hasn't yeah. committed to anybody, so he's not lying to anybody. So when it comes down to a jury vote, he hasn't told lies. 
you know. Mm-hmm. And he said tonight, he, he pointed out, he said, look, every single person here has stabbed me in the back and lied to me, mm-hmm. yet I have not done that to any of them, and they trust me, and that is very key. A lot of times people think it's about how much you can trust everyone else, which really mm-hmm. is a selfish way to look at it. What you should really be thinking about is, can they, do they all feel like they can trust, trust you? you? Exactly, yeah. and that's how Kim played, too, because everyone felt that they trusted her. That's why she ended up winning. And it's funny, because you right. see Lisa... Um, she's acting like she's all loyal and true, but she's actually backstabbing Abby and Pete, who was her original alliance. So mm. it's really hard to say. She was pretty clear, though, that like, yeah. <laughs> like just, there was a few reads going on. I do respect it. her for being pretty honest about it. Yeah. But I also I like don't Lisa. think once someone cuts the cord to you, you're not backstabbing anymore. Yeah. They cut that cord long before Lisa did. Yeah. Last week yeah, she voted okay. with them. I got burned in my season. Uh, and and the, I think Jonathan's actually smart to do this, is because the minute you do commit to four, then. That somebody can turn around and say, well, you committed a Final Four with me, so how can you promise me that, or vice versa? And that's actually kind of what went down in our season where, mm-hmm. you know, everyone had committed and was all, they were all, everyone's asking for, oh, will you be Final Three with me? And then you end up kind of saying yes to a couple people, and then next thing you know, somebody comes around and says, oh, well, you, you know, so-and-so promised that to me, there's no way they can promise it to you as well. Yeah. And yeah. As Jonathan's point is, it's like it's completely irrelevant. I mean, they've still got six days before yeah. they even have to really talk about it. Timing, a lot timing with six is days Survivor. Yeah. Timing is everything in this game. It's yeah. it, it might it, they may have a very great plan and their strategy might be genius five days from now or yeah. seven days from now. That might be then. That might be the time that they should have come to him, and he might be thinking that. Well, if the final four becomes Denise, Scoop, and Lisa, and Malcolm, then that was the biggest mistake he made in the in the season. Oh, absolutely, because that's yep. such a toss up. That is a very even final mm-hmm. four. I feel like any one of those four could be right. any, any. All of the deserving others. too. He, yeah, he would have sealed it in mm-hmm. for himself tonight if he'd said yes. I mean, mm-hmm. everybody probably all over the country are saying, "What are you thinking?" Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he. You know, obviously, you know that people go behind and say, "Well, he told me this and that and the other." Um, but I think he—that might be a big mistake for him. Well, we'll see we next week, see. Marcus. I want to thank you for calling in real quick before we go, though. Yeah. Make a prediction. Who do you think is going to win the season? One name. Wow. Uh, no. <laughs> no pressure. Is my is my number one. Malcolm. Mm-hmm. All right. That's Malcolm. my guess. Fair enough. Thank you so much for calling. Hey, make sure you make sure you uh, yeah, give my pleasure. Make sure you give my love to Jordan Pius too. Okay. Yeah. Right. And uh, yeah, we'll well, they're good friends. And uh, my mom and I will be googling you later while we bake pumpkin pies for Thanksgiving. <laughs> Can't wait to look at okay. picture. You take care, buddy. Thank you, Marcus. Warm pumpkin pie. Warm, oh. pumpkin. Oh. <laughs> warm apple pie. Right? <laughs> I love him. <laughs> Where, he says on the east. Y'all red now. Where is he? Oh, am I? Middle. He's in Ohio. Ohio. Whoa! 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 How did we miss this? He's in my home. No, but he lives in Atlanta. No, no he's moved. he moved to Cincinnati. Oh, he moved. moved. Mm-hmm. Well, Ohio's on East Coast time. I don't know. If, I don't know if anybody moves to <laughs> yeah, Ohio on purpose. We, well, he did because he got a good job. <laughs> oh, yeah. he's a doctor. He took that Isn't he's he a doctor. An, an he's a doctor. Look yeah. at mom's face. I'm like, I don't think anybody moves to Ohio. She's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's cold. It's actually warm there. Mom comes to Ohio every time she comes to visit from Ohio to LA. It rains. It gets chilly here, and it's mm. warm there. It's yeah. weird. Never, never fails. <laughs> All right, so. Let's move on to the reward challenge, okay? We've got uh, set up. I wrote down three teams, but that's not even right. Two teams, uh, and kind of divided like they are every week. Mm-hmm. Our favorites yeah. are all on one team, and then... Old versus young this week. Yeah. Old versus yeah, it young. was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And oddly enough, our favorites, most of our favorites are all the older people, mm-hmm. which is interesting. I like that. Um, so Me too. Me too. Yes. Super Malcolm. Yeah. I want to throw Pete out of bed, though. I've said this before. Ew, gross. So (laughs) the goal is then these these people are paired up two at a time. They have to go, and they have to go to three different circles that have three different discs uh, or two different discs in each one, Mm -hmm. a red one and a yellow one, and you have to run in circles and flip over your disc and have face up. Once you have all three of your discs face up, if you beat the other person, then You you win. And yet each team has to get three points. First team to three wins, right? Well, it seems like a pretty straightforward game. I thought it was pretty simple. Mom was confused the entire time, and I, apparently <laughs> it looked really hard. Yeah, apparently physically hard, but I thought right. like like mentally just keep running and flipping yours over up and flipping theirs down. Right. But I thought it would just go forever. Yeah, so did I. Well, yeah. it didn't really because first off, Abby goes out there and just starts flipping over everything. She's just flipping them all over. <laughs> no, she's she was flipping flip. over yellow. I think she, she, everything. I don't, I don't right. think she understood what was had no idea. Clearly. Well, yeah. she said she didn't. Yeah, just like do you yeah. understand yeah. that concept no. of this game? No. no one understands her, and no one understands. She doesn't understand the game. <laughs> 
Yeah. She's not used to She's just misunderstood altogether. At least she's consistent. It's a language barrier. But then, Scoopin makes the same mistake. It's cultural. Well, yeah. Yeah, well, for Scoopin's sake, it's also cultural. I mean, his is just like, He does everything at 100 miles an hour. He's a Nimrod. I love him to death. Love him. Big kid trapped in a Cuts his eyeballs. Yeah. That's exactly it. Doesn't he have, like, a lot of kids, too? Mm-hmm. Like ten. He has seven. Ten. Really? Seven? I thought ten. ten. Well, I don't know. I think I, I counted know. ten. Could be ten. I, it's seven or ten. <laughs> what were you counting? I, like, were they lined up? On, yes. Oh. Like the Von Trapp family. Oh, fantastic. Like, weasel. <laughs> According to height. <laughs> sound of music now. <laughs> Moving <Sound> on. <laughs> you know the sound of music? They have seven kids. Just so we're clear, I watched well, that movie go. every day well, of my life when I was a child. I'm not gay, really. Yeah. Yeah. Mike, Mike <laughs> is crazy, know, though. He doesn't start. I played a dodgeball tournament with him uh-huh. after Orlando. Yeah. And I thought he was going to kill himself and all of us. Because yeah. he was leaping all over the place and he was doing flips. and. He's out of control. Yeah. Whoa. Probably can, we, can we just backtrack? And we've not talked about this entire season. You weren't there, Justin, but when Christina and Ryan and I went to the Jeff Probe show, they did a survivor challenge. Mm-hmm. And, and the, whoever won of those three, they were teamed up with ladies from the talk and, he and then the audience, too. yeah he got hurt there and was bleeding <laughs> yep. and then then a little behind the scenes information he took his blood remember or no yep. he didn't get cut what's your name got cut uh, one of the co-hosts julie N- not julie the, sharon um, the girl no lesbian no <laughs> yes from aisha, the tyler. Black girl. aisha tyler <laughs> yes aisha aisha got cut and scoop and took his bl- her blood and rubbed <laughs> oh, it under his come on yeah remember that Seriously. he yeah. rubbed yeah. her blood yeah. under his eyes yeah he and did bad well, ass. that bad sort of started with the whole pig thing in his original season right right yeah how weird is that he's that, like that's him he's crazy he's very him? comfortable with blood yeah, the flies. Well, it didn't, yeah. it didn't win him the reward challenge. It didn't. No. But no. the winners did usually want a pretty cool reward. It was a short one, but it was cool. They got to go out to a private island and have a spa day. Um, they got to bathe. They were bathed, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, they got massages. But they got in in their swimsuits, which was sort of weird. Yeah. I wouldn't even play well, the game in my the swimsuit. swimsuit. to be clean, too. I'd play the game like Richard Hatch. I'd be naked no, the whole time. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. Do you know what's funny? When they came back, their hair was, like, so coiffed. Like, Malcolm's hair was, like, <laughs> yeah. as big as, like, you know. And Tabby looked kind of pretty. She did. For yeah. a moment. Who knew? And she was ugly again. And the funny it's thing is, he was explaining to them that um, they were going to get man- manicures and pedicures. And, and <laughs> he said pedicures is what he yeah. said, first of all. And Carter's like, oh, I need one. He goes like this. He goes, Jeff Probst goes, do you know pedicures your feet, right, Carter? And Carter's like, huh. <laughs> Wait, but he's always got a cross-eyed too. Oh, Aww. don't pick on him. I don't him. know why. He's he boring. Yeah, he's boring. I but don't understand yeah. how he got selected. Don't There's so there. many good-looking blonde guys. Don't or Justin. Go, or me. Or you. Crazy fans. Who can play the game. They can play the yeah. game. And go well, crazy. we can't wait to have Carter on the show or it'll just be dead air the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have any problem. We'll all get plenty but, of airtime. Do you guys remember? I'm going to go back to a little Survivor classic history here. Here right. we go. Marquesas. When Nalia came back from the reward challenge, did not sink them food, and offered her the, her team the mint in her mouth. You guys don't remember that, yeah. though. In any case, yeah. what I'm trying to point out here is Abby made a classic mistake on Survivor that after season after season, you'd think when people come back from a reward challenge, they would be humble and not brag about not the challenge. Oh, she bragged about it right. the whole entire time. Well, you, you know, you talked about the challenge being, I mean, the reward being short. It wasn't. It was actually very long because we all relived it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we heard the whole thing again That's and again and again. What's funny, we were sitting there watching it while Justin ate two medium pizzas I from did. Domino's himself, <laughs> mind you. Just to be clear, just to be clear, Survivor season 25, he has a tradition of eating two pizzas when he watches Survivor. Apparently, and he, he literally he ate himself. every piece. And look at he him, himself. he's in perfect shape. You're crazy. Oh Anyways, what was my Thanks point so. I was saying? Oh, that I thought that something was wrong with her because she kept, like, not only was she telling the story, which I thought was obviously inappropriate, but she was, like, repeating the same phrases over and over and over again. I don't know which one that she kept saying. I'm a, I felt like a princess. A princess? Like, she said princess, like, 50 you times. Know, you know what the problem was? What? You see what they got when they got off that boat when they first got to the island? I think they were rum runners. Oh, yeah. My mom can tell you a story uh, about rum runners. Uh, uh, when you drink mm-hmm. rum runners, you think it's like Hawaiian punch, and you drink and drink and drink and have no and idea what's going on, and you're blitzed. Well, I, think wasn't she that, yeah. I think she came back drunk. Wasn't she holding a bottle of wine at one point talking yeah, to Lisa? Like, what no, was I going think on? it was their bottle of water that they had, but yeah. But it was like a bottle of wine, yeah. yeah. It was yeah. a green bottle. Like, what's going on? I think she's drunk. I think she was drunk. That explains why she's like she is. Yes. Yeah, that explains. I don't think so, because I think when you're drunk, you're nice, because I don't know. It was smart from Malcolm to say, let's not talk 
talk about strategy. Let's just enjoy this whole entire yep. moment. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that, I thought that was smart. Like, okay, good. And then Pete going along with it, like, oh, yeah, we got it in the bag. We already have our alliance here. It's the four young guys. Well, I mean, he did say the old people are back there. I yeah. took offense to that. Yes. yes. I mean, they're even younger than me, and he calls them the old people. We're going to have words with him when we meet Absolutely. him. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I don't think Pete, Pete's just, he's not very smart. He's just not. And if somebody says to you, let's not talk strategy. <laughs> that means you're on the that, outs. That means you should start talking strategy right now. <laughs> right. Give them your, your steak skewer and start talking. Yeah. What's well, funny, he is a smart guy, even like, you know, Marcus just mentioned. Like, he had some, like, some smart plans later on in the episode. Like, he has, like, some sort of plan, but, like, he just is, like, he's, like, up and down. Well, I feel like he had a, a genius plan when his back was against the wall. And I think we can all kind of relate to that when, like, when shit hits the fan, we all kind of, like, step up. And he did that, but it was too little too late. Mm-hmm. He got too comfortable early in the game. Um, their tribe, interestingly enough, won so many. They never lost. They never won to tribal council leading into, going into the merge. And then now look at them. They're being decimated. Mm-hmm. And I think it dates back. Again, if they had been respectful and loyal to Scoopin and Lisa, go. it would never would have been an issue. They would have rode to the Final Four. Well, it's interesting. I remember one of the earlier episodes. I don't know who it was, but he made a comment. I almost kind of wish we'd lose one of these things so we could you know, get, <laughs> trim some of the fat. And that's so true because what happens, and this is such a classic mistake, you look at every great empire, every great dynasty. What's, what happens when you're around and you're in control for long enough? You get cocky. Right. And they got cocky. Right. And they, there's right. always a crack and a splinter in a tribe like that. And, and it just so, came across at yep. the merge completely. Absolutely. That was the problem. Matt Singh went in with two. They still have two, four votes in. Right. Yeah, and you see, you see it in the individual players, too, when mm-hmm. they start really being, you know, they're top of the you know, heap and blah, blah. Pretty soon you know that they're going to start crashing. Christina, I believe Christina, we have a caller. We've got a caller. You've been excited about something. Wait, yeah. We haven't had a caller in a while. A, we've never had a caller. Hey, <laughs> who the hell's calling? This I'll is call you. Who, who do we have on the line? Am I on the air? Yes, yes you are. You are. Hey, it's uh, Michael from uh, Winnipeg in Canada. Hey! Hi! International. Hey. Canada. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of the show, and Jillian, you're doing so much for the show, too. Mm. Well, thank you so much. I'm so delighted to hear that all the way from Canada, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know that one in. Thank Actually, you. Actually, no, I, don- I donated a couple times for your charity, too. So. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank so you That so deserves much. a round of applause. Yeah! yeah. Thank so, you so uh, much. What do you guys think about um, Penner, how he's, like, playing a very low-key season, but he's, like, he has all the cards in his hands right now, if you look at it. I think it's really interesting. I, I like that question a lot, actually. Mm-hmm. I think that he was a little bit aggressive earlier in the season, mm-hmm. trying to be the leader and trying to be, you know, play that hardcore game. And he, by kind of... Um, uh, he's kind of had to play a lower key game the last few weeks. I feel like the right. last few votes. Um, I think it's really interesting, and that's what we were talking about earlier. Um, if you're listening in, it, it's very important to know when to play hard and when to step back. And Absolutely. I think that having played the game before, um, he probably knows that as well as anybody. What do you guys think? Yeah, and like, like I haven't, I haven't missed a series or a show of Survivor since it started. So I've, I've watched like every episode, and I've pretty much watched them all live as well. Um, the one thing also a lot of people talk about is like trust and, and mm-hmm. loyalty and stuff like that. But you also have to have information that flows to you as well when you're playing the game. Because you have to know where all the positions are for all the players in advance. I think that's like hugely important for the decisions that you make like the next day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it, one of Penner's mistakes though is he's made himself expendable. I don't think he has made enough alliances and deals now that are going to take him to the end. I think he I think he missed the boat. I, I think, think so Jillian too. agrees. I think Ryan I agree. agrees. I think I agree with you. I think he missed the boat tonight and this is going to be the critical mistake when we, he looks back on this season. I think when we look back that this was the night where he could have sealed a deal to get to the end and he blew it. Especially because he's a veteran. I mean, everybody yeah. does not want somebody to win that's right. played before. When you have someone like Lisa who when she gives you your her word mm-hmm. saying let's go yeah. to the end together, you have her word and yep. he blew it. And on the flip side of that, I'm glad you brought that up. On the flip side of that, Lisa's smart enough to know, look, Yes or no? No? Fine. I'm going to cut Done. ties and move on right now. Right. She yep. just proved it. Yep. She's just- that's, that's the thing that was really interesting this episode, too, was that Lisa was very conflicted because she was like, well, I really like, you know, uh, Penner, but 
um, you know, I want to have like a Final Four deal. And mm-hmm. then Scoopin's like, um, I don't know what, what to do kind of thing. So what if they both come back to, to like, you know, a, a good a good three strategy while hiding behind the supposedly solid four that they made already with them. I think it's very possible. Mm-hmm. What, I, what I love, though, and what I'm noticing, at least the last few episodes in particular, is they're really, and we talk about this a lot when we watch the episodes, the four of us, they're really giving Lisa a winner's edit right now. Mm-hmm. And yeah. she made a couple yeah. of comments at the beginning. She made them all also last week, but she said she's never been good at breakups. Mm-hmm. She says that she's comfortable being used by people in the mm-hmm. past. Mm-hmm. And, and she talks about a lot about how her life is so much bigger than this game, and this helped yep. her to realize that. And when we saw her on the talk, she was actually the guest on the talk a few weeks back when we were there, and she said the same thing. She said, I learned a lot about myself out there, and I'm a lot stronger than I ever thought, which is probably a pretty common thing for most people, I think, mm-hmm. that go on Survivor, um, mm-hmm. especially the longer you're out there. I think it, it has more of an opportunity to kind of sink its teeth into you and kind of change your life, and we're seeing it every episode with her, which mm-hmm. is so cool. Yeah. And what's really interesting too is at the beginning when they have the uh, e, uh, e online TV the the interviews and stuff, she actually had that same story, and the, you know they kind of stuck with that story since the beginning of the season with Lisa, so like that hasn't deviated at all. Like you know the choices that she's making, mm-hmm. how it is affecting her life and stuff like that. Well, I think the and, producers like, are they're really smart. They understand that people love a comeback story, mm-hmm. and she was a yep. huge celebrity in the '80s and the '90s here here in the states and around the world yeah. I'm sure and and people love a good comeback and if and I guarantee you when they cast her they were hoping like hell she would go out there and play a good game and luckily oh, I, she, yeah, she got I on the right her from the TV show Absolutely. like on 37 myself so. yeah. <laughs> there you go there you have it well we're going to thank you so much for calling in feel free to call in again next week we'll be here same time same place cool alright thanks for your time thank to you, you guys take care buddy thanks bye thank bye. You. and thanks from me <laughs> uh, no problem. No problem. Keep, anytime. Anytime keep to watching. support charity for the cause. Keep watching. We're going to be awesome and bigger and better next April. You should come. So, so yeah. Good. Okay. Do you come, Mike, to Reality Rally? Oh, oh he's, uh, he's, he's gone. Awesome. Maybe not. See what you do to people? You too scare them away. Too late. Scare <laughs> them <laughs> away. Yeah. Too little, too late. Yeah, you're a dollar late. What it's is it? A, a day late, a dollar, dollar short. <laughs> so that reminds me, though, I would like to talk about something else. We've got a fan calling in, which is really great. That doesn't happen for us a lot, but we always have, we always have I'm great... I'm from Canada. Yes. That's awesome. Yes. Yes. Live tweet. We're international. Live our number every time. Very good. I want to thank you guys, all of you guys who watch us on YouTube and listen to us on iTunes. Um, we get so many downloads. Right now, I don't even know what the actual number is. This is Yeah, 17 million... A week? No, not a week, but that's the total. A month right now? And a, 17 million a month? No. Roughly? It's more. Well, it used to be $3 million. <laughs> a week, it used it? to be $3 million. We're, get, we're getting you guys. There's millions. No millions <laughs> and millions of downloads per week. I've got the sheet in front of me dated October 16, 2012. Pull it together after, but this, this is so outdated. But we've got so many people listening to us each week from around the world. Almost 80 countries now are up to you guys, and it means the world to us. But... We can't give you a great show unless you give us great feedback. So you need to go onto iTunes, please. Comment. Please give us a five-star rating. We'd really appreciate it. We try our best to give you guys great shows. We're coming down the home stretch. It's going to be an exciting finish to the season. Um, but we need to know what you guys think about us because Survivor 26 is right around the corner. And so if you want that season to be even better and you want us all back doing what we do, we need to hear from you guys. So we'd really appreciate it. I go on there. I was on there the other day. I was commenting. Um, so we really, really, truly, honestly do appreciate it, you guys. Um, and please keep downloading. Also, there's an iPod or there's an iPod. There's a, there's a uh, an app for your iPhone called Podcasts with an mm-hmm. S. So if you guys want to automatically have all of your favorite AfterBuzz shows downloaded to your to your uh, to your iPhone, your iPod, your iPad every Working week. Working out, right? Fantastic. Android, all those all the phones have. You them. can listen to these beautiful voices while you're on the train daily the gym at work. People say they listen to us at work a lot. That's crazy. But what are they doing at work? They must be productive. Can you imagine <laughs> hearing your voice at work? My mom does not Facebook at work all day long. <laughs> I hope your boss isn't watching. I love you, mom. So. Let's move on. We've got this immunity challenge, right? Um, what was the immunity challenge, actually? The, no, buoy. Like the, the buoy. The buoy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Again, they're heading back out into the water, which is cool. <clears throat> uh, another one that I love. Uh, they have to, first of all, the first round, they have to get the buoy through the rope uh, on land, and they're on a balance beam. No, mm-hmm. second round. No, that was the second The first one was just get it to there, and then... Oh, they, just get it there. That's yep, right. Just get it. Just get it there. Does that make sense? Yeah, just get it there. It. Just get it there. That's um, what the comments... The, and the top five finishers from that round move on. Right. And, and of was, course, there's the top five people we all love, and then well, Abby's out, Pete's yeah, out. the two that needed it were the first two And out. Pete's like, mm-hmm. before, he's like, my back's up against the wall, <laughs> Abby's got an immunity idol, and I have to win this, and he's out in the first round. Right, yeah. The guy, I mean... Denise schooled him. <laughs> I well, love she's Denise. doing she's that school- often. Yep. She's I, yeah, love, love it. Denise. I love it. She's so love badass. It. Yep. 
Then the next round, three of them make it through the next round, and they have to go across a balance beam and just weave this this buoy over this mm-hmm. this rope. They needed um, Gabby Gabby Douglas for that one. Gabby Douglas, yeah, really. <laughs> I'm a Sean Johnson fan. Different show, but come on, Sean, dance with the stars finale <laughs> She's next totally week. She's totally gonna win. Love her. So then then they head out into the water. Correct. Mm-hmm. They have to take yeah. these buoys out into the water, and they have to go over a, a, the, around oh, a boat. The, yep. And then over a dock, and then back up to the land, and they get it's back exhausting. up there. And who is it's Carter, Denise, and who's the other one? Scoop, uh, oh, Scoopin. 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 Scoopin are the final three. And Scoopin gets back up to that beach so fast. Carter makes a huge comeback, and it looks like Scoopin's going to walk away. But Scoopin, God love him, cannot <laughs> untie one knot. What? Yeah, he's there forever. He's done the rest. Yes. Yeah. And Carter is yeah. still in the water, and he's trying to undo one knot. Right. And then he's like yeah. using his teeth. I'm like, yeah. you don't need to use your teeth. It's that, the rope is. He uh, was holding the other side with his yes. teeth, so his hands yeah. were free. Oh, I yeah. see what he was trying. I to was do. waiting for him to bash his head on the paddle of the <laughs> right. boat. Right. 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 You know, he was flying <laughs> off. I kept thinking he's going to come up all bleeding or bleed again. Or hang himself with the rope <laughs> yeah. in the yeah. water. Right. Right. Lordy. Or his goggles shattering in his <laughs> eyes. Like what was that? Blood everywhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Carter makes an uncharacteristic comeback. And we all He's yeah. good at, we all really good cheered at so loudly because we were so excited. It was yeah. more like out of shock. We're like, really? <laughs> what? No, we didn't cheer. <laughs> this is the second one, though. He's won, though, right? No. 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 He was the first time he's ever won immunity. Uh, didn't he win the very first one? No. I don't, I don't know. think so. I don't know. And he did say two if, words if he, after he won. Yes, two what words. Did did, I don't, couldn't I don't catch remember. it. I couldn't hear what it was, but it he was did mumbling. say two words. He was still thinking about that, that pedicure he was going to get on his hands. <laughs> Bless him. He's from, still, he's from Kansas, so. The whole time I was, honestly, all I could keep thinking was, how is he untying cold. that rope so fast with those crossed eyes? That's all I could keep oh thinking. Oh, my God. Is that terrible? <laughs> yes. I know. I'm awful. Maybe that's why. <laughs> that's Maybe. what goes through my head when I watch these uh, shows. I'm like, What? <laughs> I'm a, I'm a bad person. He tweeted me today, so we have to be nice to him. I'm right sure on. he's great. I'm sure I'll get drunk with him sometime and have a good time. But He lives in Orange County, so he's not oh, too he far away. So of when we get voted off, we'll have him come great. on in. That come explains on in. it. That's yep. why he's on the show, because there all the recruits go. come from the L.A. area. Mm-hmm. And they get on the show, and they, they don't know. Who's from doing. Orange County? Carter. Carter. No, he's from Kansas. You have yeah, a lot he of lives mis- in Orange County. I nope. He may be from yeah. Kansas, no, but, but he maybe lives Kansas, here. I thought he was back County. there in Kansas again. Mm. We don't maybe know. Maybe he's visiting for family. His Facebook says Kansas. He's no, in Chris- Hermosa. Either. Christina's information gets a little bit shysty sometimes. I don't I know. know. It's Facebook. Ten kids, you know, <laughs> yeah. Orange County. Like, she's just screaming shit. That doesn't even make sense. Making things up. <laughs> so Carter wins immunity. And, and when we see Pete yes. scramble. Yes, he tried. Mm-hmm. God love him. He tried, and he actually made some very valid points. I think um, to Scoopin, which, yeah, which yeah. Scoopin yeah. was considering. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, he was. Well, because they came down throwing Malcolm underneath the bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. smart. Yeah, because when it came down to it, we are, already see that that Carter and who's the other one who's kind of on the outs? Then Carter and Penner. Penner, they're kind of on the outs, yeah. but they don't really know it yet. They're not in that final four deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would make sense if they could pull a vote, if they could pull Scoopin or somebody to go after Malcolm, because then you could flush Abby's idol and still get Malcolm out, which would be a huge, huge move. Huge. The problem with Survivor is that that there are, for as a viewer, there aren't enough big plays in the game. People get scared. People... Logically, you would think you don't want to be number six in, a, in an alliance of six. You'd rather be f- number four on a different alliance. That makes sense to yeah. anybody with a logical brain. But you're out there, you're deprived, you're exhausted, you're paranoid, and you've been yeah. you're just thinking constantly all day, every mm-hmm. day. Mm, these people, they're just afraid. They, they'd rather just kind of stay at bay. You I'm impressed. But Scoop- you know so much and you've never played the game. I here's know, the right? thing, you're right. No, but here's you're the thing, though. Right. Scooping isn't at six or five. He's in the final four right now. He has that and deal. And he's the only one who even considered it, which so, is funny. Yeah, which mm-hmm. is good because Scoopin is ready to make moves. He's making moves this season. And, and the thing that was the argument on Pete's end is we were all... We all love Malcolm. We love Denise. But we were rooting for this move to happen. Right. Because as fans, it would have been a crazy fun move to see go down. And if Scoopin made that move, that's another move in his arsenal to say, when I'm in the final two, these are the big moves I made throughout the game. Well, I feel like like Penner made two mistakes tonight. I feel Mm -hmm. like the first mistake was denying the final four. The Mm -hmm. second mistake, I feel like, was not... Penner shouldn't even have waited. Penner should have, at that moment, said, look, you know, you know... The best types of allies in this game are the ones who are down and out. Because mm-hmm. if you can pull somebody yeah. up when they're when their back's against yep. the wall, they're going to be loyal to you to the bitter end. Yep. And who better to pull up and, and save than Abby and Pete? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, nobody likes them. You can Penner could beat those two in a final. Mm-hmm. He's not going to beat Denise or Lisa or probably Scoopin. And he's, he's yeah, he could have pulled Scoopin in with him. Yeah, or Malcolm. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 
as veterans, you would think they would understand that and like, mm -hmm. look, these people are all likable mm -hmm. and we're veterans. They're not going to vote for us. Right. They could, we could win against these guys. I think so. sometimes what happens is they, they're literally just so annoying. They literally just cannot even be in the same room and as that's them. The and they stop playing the game because they just, they camp life is just so miserable. And you cannot play with emotion out there. Because look cannot. how annoying they are to us and it's, it's a 43 minute show. I mean, they're there days 24 seven with them. Like and, it's, and that's why it takes a very rare individual to stay calm. Right. You have to completely like shut it off. Yeah. You do. You yeah. do. You look back and I understand this so much so much better now that I actually know him. He's a friend of mine, but Earl Cole, when he won, he was the first ever survivor winner who won unanimously. And I, I'm like, I always thought that was kind of impossible. Like, how could somebody win every single vote? But you get to know the guy a little bit, and he's such a calm yep. dude, and he just he just makes you feel at ease. And he doesn't get he doesn't make rash decisions. Um, Is that all he makes you feel, AJ? What? Oh, he's beautiful. But no, but as, as a player of the game, though, he's genius. And and too many of these people are thinking with their hearts or thinking with who irritates me. Let's get rid right. of them. No, if they irritate you, keep them around. Right. Yeah. Get yeah. your emotion out of it. Yes. Like literally. Tell yeah. Nayanka not to quit the game. Convince her to stay around and go to the finals. Uh, yeah, take her with you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Give her a blanket and keep her warm so she'll go yeah. home because she's cold. Nayanka, I love you. But I'm just saying, those are the types <laughs> of players you want to stick she's around. Right. Read the 48 Laws of Power. Challenging you all to read that. It's I get perfect it. Perfect guide to winning Survivor. Yeah? Yeah. One of the biggest things is you cannot play, or in in this book, you have to take emotion out of these decisions. I think yeah. you need to read the book How to Get on Survivor before you read How to Win Survivor. Let's just step back right. a little bit. I've read the, the 48 Laws So you know, Jillian, he's auditioned every single time. He also owns a company called Reality Rush where they recreate these games for corporate events and okay. people. Like He's like obsessed crazy person over here. We should yeah. talk. Yeah, we will talk. Yeah, because you know I applied every time. I yeah, had 15 we'll applications. Oh my gosh. Yeah. On and on and on. But yeah. she's yeah. likable. Yeah. That's the difference. Well, then I'll be a villain. <laughs> well, we can get to that later. But one other thing I think about Penner is I think he underestimates Lisa and Scoopin that when he turned down that deal, he didn't think or even a light bulb went off like, when I turn this down, they're going to go make a Final Four deal. Right. I think he's underestimating them and thinking they're stupid, they're dumb, and they're not playing the game, and he's a little too cocky there when I Lisa. I 100% agree with that with Lisa for sure. Lisa he is that. so confident in every decision she's making. And she wasn't that way at the beginning of the season. She cried a lot. Yeah. She looked mm -hmm. like she was scared and kind of falling apart. She's found a confidence that is so endearing and makes me just want every week I want to see her. She kind of reminds me of Holly. Holly Absolutely. was like that too. And Dawn. You know? Yeah. yeah, when yeah. she was crying and saying she wanted to leave, and I love Don. I, I told mm -hmm. my husband, I said she's going to go far, mm -hmm. and they'll always show the crying. The I should have cried, maybe. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> It shows a great, it's a great story. Yeah, like it I is. Said, everybody loves total comeback. comeback. Absolutely. Total comeback. And her saying that she's just no good at that sort of thing, and you just knew then she's going to go far. Well, Jillian, mm -hmm. what your problem was is you weren't crying. You were too busy finding elephant dung. And your weird <laughs> obsession <laughs> with elephant poo, which I don't yeah. even know what that is, but you scared oh, everybody. Can you explain that to us, I please? absolutely can. You know, I grew up in South Africa, and I know that if you burn dried elephant dung, it keeps bugs away. Well, what's one of the worst things about Survivor is the bug bite. Well, there were no bug bites when I was there because I was picking up the elephant dung. Um, yeah, there you, have there you go. Yeah, there you go. We See went to Reality Rally. We have elephant dung, dung paper, paper, which I still have, provided by the Poo Poo Paper Company up in uh, Canada too. So. You are the cutest thing go on the Canada. planet. I can't deal with you. And I, and I also she will plug. I had some elephants lined up for next Reality Rally. But unfortunately, I was told I can't bring them because uh, Peter, Peter. <laughs> had complained and had been at one of our city council meetings about elephants in Temecula or something. And so the city council wasn't willing to take the chance elephants, again. Elephants need jobs, too. Yeah. Uh, I, wouldn't what? that be cool, too? Right. I was going to arrive on an elephant. I mean, wasn't that going to be awesome? And we can't have a reality event with shenanigans awesome with animals because we know how that goes. <laughs> you guys you guys know that I'm a wannabe reality contestant, right? Yes. So totally. I don't know what reality rally is. When do we get to hear about? Oh. We're gonna we're gonna talk about it in just a second. Okay. Actually, I'm really excited because right. it's actually you are a great just event. like moving it along. Aren't no, you? I, I, we have I, a set you guys keep, schedule you guys on this show. Keep, you keep talking about reality, reality. I'm like, what are you talking about? I have no idea. What Why you're don't you do about. research on our guests that are coming on the hey, show? Hey, Justin, I didn't know she was he's a guest. setting up a segue. And every time you slam your hands, Sorry. Justin, Thank you. just I'll so we're clear, you guys. I have notes here. <laughs> I, I am prepared for all this. I know where the episode is going, so just calm down. I'm not. I'm just. And it's on the board. Is. Sorry. So let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. Uh, this uh, tribal council, you guys. Really quickly, let's go through tribal council. Abby held it together more than I expected her to. She really? cried. <laughs> she lost no, her she mind. Lost no, she did not lose her mind. She cried. she cried. She had an honest reaction. She had a breakdown. Usually, 
usually she screams and threatens. I liked this side of her a little bit better. She's usually just like meh, 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 in your face yelling, and I I feel like I feel like she's just kind of reserved to the fact that like look. And Jeff said it too. He's like, look, did, have you ever experienced this? Do you know that nobody here likes you? <laughs> Basically, I think it might have been strategy. I think mm. she realized that she'd kind of stepped over the mark. And that she was needing to show a different side of herself I for people to think, oh, I don't think she's Abby. that smart. I don't think, exactly. I don't think it was strategy. I think she really was upset about oh, the I'm fact. Oh, I'm sure she was. Kind of came to a realization that no one really liked her. I think when she was playing out the game, she had no idea that nobody liked her. She really felt that she was on this high horse, like, hey, um, I have this idol. I'm good. You know, I have Lisa. I have Pete. Artist is gone. Whatever. It's all good. Are you doing like gang fights over there? What's going? Who are you right now? The camera was on her I mean, she just did full gang signs. Yes, she did. But I think she did think she needed to show another side of herself. Yeah, she did. Because she then got some sympathy because, I mean, even wasn't Penner a little teary-eyed thinking, oh, poor Abby. Uh, whereas nobody before that did. I mean, yeah. they kept thinking, oh, she's annoying. She's awful. She's terrible. In all fairness, right. I'm and, uh, pretty critical, as you all know. And tonight was the first night during Tribal Council was the first time I was kind of like, I kind of like her now. See? You're easily swayed. You're easily swayed. She did it to you. The yeah. underdog. When, when someone gets put as the underdog, you want to root for them. Because the thing is, when she was having the interaction with Denise for a while, I love, love, love Denise, but Denise eventually started to, and there's a certain point where it starts to tip, and she starts mm-hmm. to look like a bully a little bit, and then all of a sudden it turns into poor Abby, because Abby wasn't responding See? the way that you expected her to. Mm-hmm. So right. Yeah. I don't think she's that smart, though. I think it was just, I think it's how it played Coincidence. Yeah. It's, it's cultural. No. It's cultural. I really do. I, oh thank you, no. Jillian, because I tried to make that argument last week, and all of them disagreed with me. I believe it's cultural. Totally I'm cultural. Well, no. Jillian, I know all about that. Let's vote. Jillian, yeah. AJ, and Jeff Probst think it's cultural. I think it's Here's cultural. We win. <laughs> yep. All right. well, that's, <laughs> that would be three against three, and oh. you're the swing well, vote, yeah, Kathy. Yeah, you No! Yes! No. She's a bitch on the game, she's a bitch in real life, and she's a bitch when she was a child. But she's Latin. I mean, she's Latin, so exactly. it's cultural. And it's very passionate. I'm Latin. Very passionate. I'm a nice person. You're Asian. I'm Just not like Asian. Christina and my background is British, so I'm very sweet and nice and kind. And I hope I never lose my filter because what is said inside that doesn't come out is not really good all the time. So. <laughs> yeah, she lets she, she gets crazy. I love it. So, I love it. It's cultural. So after everything plays out, we're looking like they're going to split the vote. We're afraid that Scuba might switch. Um, not afraid. And, we wanted it. Yeah. To well, yeah. kind of. It'd be exciting. What a big move. Like, we like Malcolm, but at the end again, it didn't happen, and Pete went home. Um, he it was interesting in his exit package how he said I felt bad for Abby. I thought that it was interesting of him because he looked like such a dick the entire season to be honest. Right. But his closing thought was were, about I felt bad for Abby. I thought that that was she didn't even protect him. She played the idol. Well, to protect why, herself. She couldn't because she knew it was him or her. No, I I agree with you. That was yeah. like endearing of Pete it for was, sure. It was smart of him, and he's lucky he got that edit because I'm sure he said a lot of other things. But that's what they chose to play, so he doesn't look like such a bad guy as he yeah. leaves the, as he leaves the show. So we're coming down into the, the final stretch. We've got seven people left. Um, it's going be interesting to see how next week plays out. Um, they're talking there's because Penner is talking some smack about Lisa actually, um, and then Abby just has another meltdown, which we always mm-hmm. look forward to. Um, but before we go into some predictions for next week's episode, I do want to talk to Jillian just briefly um, about Reality Rally. Please tell tell our viewers, our listeners, in a nutshell. <laughs> be happy, and tell Justin, because he has no idea what's going on yeah. right now. What no what is Reality Rally? Where did it start, and where is it right. going? Well, Reality Rally is a fun for funs weekend, and I created it during the five weeks that I was booted off Survivor. That's why I was telling Mark, because it was all destined. Um, and I put together an event that can enhance Temecula. Now, our website is being viewed in 96 countries and all of the 50 states. This last year, our reality stars raised over 44,000 that came in from 11 countries and every one of the 50 states, and Canada being several of our wonderful people who donate towards us. It's a week weekend of fun. We have the fun and Michelle's place gets the funds. It's a breast cancer resource center. Young girl died at 26 because she was told don't worry about that lump when she was 19. Mm-hmm. Um, and we bring over 100 reality stars and I'm saying we because it started with an idea in my head in the jungle of Gabon and a budget of zero and that was it. Me and no money. Um, we've built it into this really fun event and both you guys have been there. Uh, over 100 reality stars. They all raised money to 
come and be there to be part of it because it's a charity event, not just a wonderful, wonderful party. We have a golf tournament on Friday. We have we go to Michelle's place so that they can meet the family, see the facility. Then we go on to Wilson Creek where Winery, hosts the evening. Over a thousand people come, have a wonderful time. Which has the best champagne. What is it? The almond, almond champagne, 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 which is yeah, amazing. Yeah. Oh, and actually talking about champagne, last year they private label bottled of bottles of wine for us. We had Reality Red, Reality yeah. Riesling. Oh. I drank they, my red. The good. I got a bottle of the red too. <laughs> so this year they're bottling champagne for us. Oh. So we're going to be running a Facebook yes. contest, Name the Champagne. Um, as a contest on Facebook. So that's coming up in about two weeks. And then the winner will win a nice prize. So I want everybody to know that. Watch our Reality Rally Facebook. Like it so you can see what's going on. Then there's an after party at the Palomesa Golf Resort Hotel where we all stay. I don't. I don't bother about going to bed. But I, yeah, I, you're up the, the whole time. Who cares? She's partying the whole time. Who's, who cares? <laughs> um, and then on Saturday, it's an autograph signing um, with all these great people. We, have, we had over uh, nine press come from various parts of the country. We organized a great press junket. Everybody got in front of Reality Nation was our main host uh, uh, press for this uh, last year. We've got many more press that are asking to come back this next year. We organized these wonderful interviews the entire time. And then there's an amazing race kind of game. Mm. Teams of three public really or four hard. public if they don't care about having a reality star and some don't. And a lot of people don't care about reality stars so we bring How dare dogs. Southern California surf dogs. I had a 22-foot python that came from Big Brother and eight other pythons for people to hold and play with. Um, I Wait, there eight other ones? There were eight other pythons. Oh, I thought you meant like you ate it. No. I'm like, no. I'm talking about PETA. Like, you're Ryan. not saying you're killing no, snakes. I, I didn't eat it. Uh, there's something going on. Um, and then this amazing race kind of game is uh, 13 challenge checkpoints throughout Old Town. It's a mile to a mile, a mile, mile distance. Teams of four go through all of these checkpoints. Now, this it has never been intended to be a race. It's been intended to be an experience. Please. No, so, we're all too competitive. Well, they still will race. However, there is going to be an additional component this year where the the team that comes in last may actually come in first because we're scoring. Mm -hmm. And it's all going to be techie-wise. Um, I've got a wonderful um, company called First Post Studios that's designing an online uh, virtual game on Facebook that we're going to start playing in January and it's going to be able to be accessed all over the world and we're going to be pitting people against people out there. Can you beat? There's going to be an income stream for fundraising tied into that and then it's tied into the game. So I'm going to have the Geek Squad and I'm not sure what I'm going to call them yet. Could be the Nerd Herd or the Geek Squad. I'm not sure. Something along those lines where everybody's going to be scored so people all over the country can watch the leaderboard to see where the teams are coming. Oh my god. It's going to be so awesome. Now the things are things like shooting the gunfighters, guns off and lassoing stick horses and climbing over rope bridges, performing on the stage, making a movie. You guys were great in the movie by the way. I loved it. You look so awesome in this long dress. It was so awesome. I loved it. I don't even remember. I was so exhausted from the CrossFit section that literally, I'm not even kidding, I almost passed out and then the whole rest was a blur. must have chosen the remember, hard. Remember, I lost one of my bands. So the last year, you had to do 11 stops out of yes, 12. Yeah. We did 12 out of 12 because I couldn't that's find, because right. I was that delirious. So will, thank you. I you see, say, that's why I'm slowing it down a little no, this year. Don't. So you can, ex- not slowing it down, but you know what? having you enjoy the experience. We and you wanted to be equally fair, not based on someone's well, athletic ability. No too. way. Absolutely not. We had a 22-year-old on our team. And he got a cramp, and we had to carry him across the finish line at the end of it. <laughs> Your and whole we, team was young people, and, though. But the guy you had to carry was 100 pounds. Yes, but we still got ninth. But we, oh that's really God. good, though. Out of yeah, 40 some teams. yeah. Out of 40 some teams, I believe? Uh, 57. 57. And wow. we're going up to 80 teams this year, so well, it'll be over 350 contestants. RealityRally.com is the website. RealityRally.com. Yeah. It's April. Yes. So, you guys, you need to go there. Seventh. Check it out if you can be a part of it. Everything's on there. If you can be a part of it. And AJ, sign up, for God's sake. Sign up. Yeah, I'm, sign I'm up. Si- I, how much money did you raise last year? Don't even get started. I'm just saying, Jillian, I raised a lot of money last year. We all have the same friends. Not fair. So, in helping you guys, all of you, Christina's coming as well. She's already yes, signed up. Send already me what up. you need. Justin's so, not invited. Reality stars <laughs> you can be who want Justin. to be there. Sign up. Go to realityrally.com. It's so easy. Click on star sign up. We'll get you rolling. We're doing a celebrity item auction to help you sell some of your clothing and whatever to help you raise that money. And everybody out this, there right in the, there you go. Everybody out this. in the world can 
click on the star's bio. There's a star, little star on their bio that says donate here. It's so easy. And I keep telling everybody, every dollar counts because you never know if it is your dollar that actually ends up saving somebody's life because that money goes towards mammograms for uninsured women. Who knows? Isn't that a powerful That is a fantastic way to wrap up this episode. And then another party on Saturday and another party on Sunday. Who doesn't love a good party, Jen? How many many women have they helped? Like, it's been a lot, too. They uh, basically give about six to seven uh, thousand services a year. It's it's a crazy amount of people. It's amazing. It's amazing. Jillian, I want to thank you so much for everything you've done. Um, We love being a part of this. We're definitely going to be back this year, and we'll start raising money for you soon, I promise. Thank you for being here tonight, Mom. Thanks for being here. I love you. Mom's going to fall asleep over there. You guys, before we go, real quick, I want to let everybody know where they can find us on social media. We're going to go direct to you, Ryan. Ryan Allen Carrillo on Facebook or Ryan A. Carrillo on Twitter. And you, Justin Walter. Justin F. Walter on Twitter and then Justin Walter Facebook page. Christina Cha, where are you at? Christina underscore Cha, and on Facebook it's Christina Cha82. That's my fan page. Fantastic. You guys can follow me on Twitter at underscore AJ Gibson. My website is ajgibson.tv. We want to thank you guys all for stopping by. Have a fantastic Thanksgiving, and we'll see you guys next week for uh, episode 11, yeah? AJ. Episode 11. What's up? No predictions? Uh, we did them. We're good. All right. Everyone Lisa knows. For the <laughs> Team Lisa. All right. Let's go. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, happy Thanksgiving, and thanks, guys. <laughs> thank you, Jillian. Thank you, guys. Thank you, thank you. Really appreciate the promo time. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. Buzz TV.